Mission Chats with John Crow. Welcome back to Mission Chats, and this is part two of my conversation with Claudia Costa, who oversees the work of a mission organization for Latin America. In this episode, she shares a couple of stories of what she's seen God at work in her and through her life and ministry, as well as some other thoughts on being involved in missions and what that can look like. So I hope you'll enjoy this episode. Now, I always ask my guests if they have one or two God stories that you could share with us for for encouragement. Sure. I think one of the stories that I I love to share is um, with my time in Bosnia, mm. still being there, and people that I've worked with are neighbors. And as I said, I, I have worked a lot with Muslims there, and many of them still don't know the Lord, mm. but there are people that we have walked with for many years and we, we continue to pray for them. And this there's a family that's a very dear family to me. And it was interesting that this family, they live very close to where I used to live there and they, they would come for coffee regularly, men and wife, and then they have a little girl uh, that used to come home, to come to my place and have coffee and talk. And one of those visits, I had several Bibles open in my table because I was just preparing a Bible study or something. And as I was talking to the lady, the husband took one of the Bibles that was in the Bosnian language and started just to browse and look into the different passages. And I very interested in also asking questions about this. And I was like, oh, okay. They knew, of course, that I... I'm a believer that what I was doing there and I was working for them, I was just working for a, a local church. So then the man asked me, okay, can I have a copy of this? Is a copy of a Bible in our language? Yep. said, yes, I can have that for you. So I got a copy and it happened. This man used to be a policeman and work night shifts and for mm-hmm. long hours, sometimes on his own. So he started hiding the Bible and taking it to his job. And during the night shifts that he had, he would just read passages over passages and come next day to me and just ask about those many passages. Sometimes even I was like, okay, wow. what are you reading? Because yeah. he would take passages in the Old Testament that is not familiar or you don't read that every day. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting, like just for asking questions and trying to understand. And he continues to do that, even though I am far away. Okay. It's interesting that I can see and I can testify he's being seeking God, even through the five times of day that he prays and he seeks God earnestly. Mm-hmm. And then he he's trying to compare the Quran with the Bible and what it says one and other. So I think God works in mysterious ways. We know that. Mm-hmm. And we continue to pray for this man that he will eventually find the, the truth that he is looking for. So I think that's, in a sense, is not a successful story. But at the same time, for me, it's having someone that is really seeking God. And I think that there are lots of people that don't know the Lord and they're seeking the Lord somehow. They're seeking God somehow. And that's an example of it. And the more recent one, and I would say that's the the power of prayer. Also, during this time of serving in Bosnia, 
as I said, we had several teams and but we also had areas and regions in in the country that had no Christian presence, let's say. Okay. Mm-hmm. And one particular area, probably 99% of uh, Muslim, very traditional and very close to any type of religion that mm-hmm. outside of Islam or any influence. But it was an area that I started just going with a few people in the team just to pray. So we would travel to this region and just stop on the, the little towns around and just walk the town on the streets and just pray, pray over the city. And many times just praying, Lord, just open doors, bring workers into into your harvest, to bring people to this this land. And that was for several times. And even talking to the, the national pastors, saying, okay, we need people. Like we can give the support, but we very important to have someone. Do you have it? And you, no one wanted to go to that place. Mm-hmm. And now, let's say about 10, 12 years, mm-hmm. we have a Brazilian family that has committed and it's there in this particular area. And what is interesting to me is that as a team, we prayed about this as as the leader of the ministry at the time. I prayed a lot that the Lord would bring workers into this place. Mm-hmm. And of course, things change. The team changed. I didn't share even to the new people coming the vision that we wanted to. And this family I met. In Brazil, I was sharing about the ministry in Bosnia, and they got interest 10 years ago. Okay, maybe we one day we go to Bosnia. Mm. And I never heard from them until a year or so. And they said, yeah, we are still interested and we want to go. And yeah, they end up in Bosnia. And being there, they decide to go to this little town, and they contact me and say, hey, what do you think? We are going to this little town. And I start to cry because it was exactly one of the towns that I have prayed, asking the Lord to bring workers. Wow. And it's amazing to see just the fruit of the work that they're already doing, the connections that they have in the community. Of course, they're pretty much the only foreigners in this town. Mm-hmm. And being Brazilian as well, it was quite exotic for the place. Right. So sure. they're well known. Yeah. And, and people want to relate to them and talk to them Mm. and they have seen already in just a year or so being there they've seen already the hunger and people open to the gospel and yeah it's just how the lord does this and Mm. answer prayers in a ways that we don't expect right no that's beautiful and i think in both cases it illustrates how often missions is a long-term effort and while, you know, short-term teams are great and, you know, God uses those to to bring more into the kingdom, uh, there's also long-term teams that are needed and people who are willing to go for the long-term because often, especially in parts of the world like you're sharing about, it doesn't happen overnight. It is a long process. And so it's neat. As you're sharing those two stories, it's kind of like two parts. There's the part of, you know, seed being sown in country and the slow process Mm -hmm. of this man as he's seeking and trying to understand 
but then also kind of a long-term process for this family that you shared about who, you know, in another sense, a seed was sown with them as you shared opportunities years ago. And they've worked through that process and are now in the country and taking up the mantle, if you will, for this next years ahead. They're there for a while, Lord willing. So that's just really cool to see how the Lord works over the long term as well. That's right. And I think one thing you mentioned there is so key. I think probably 80% of the the workers that we had, and even now looking into the fields and the teams that I work, they have people that had that the first contact or exposure to mm-hmm. the need through a short-term opportunity. So they would come for summertime or mm-hmm. summer camp in a place. For example, we received lots of people in Bosnia during summertime. They would come for two weeks, three weeks, or even just one week mm-hmm. and just for a vision trip and go and pray, experience. And then several years, then you see that person involved serving the Lord long term. Right. Yeah. So I think it's it's so key to have that exposure. And of course, I believe mobilization is is a journey. You, you have to you walk with people. I cannot just tell people, oh, it's so nice, get involved into missions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and think that once they say, oh, yeah, it's nice, I'm going to do this and they're ready. No, you walk with people and then you give them the chance to experience a little bit mm-hmm. and if, eventually the Lord leads to what he wants. Right. And it's beautiful how he works in that way, that often it is a longer process. That's right. So kind of the last question that I like to ask uh, my guests is just what advice would you give to others who are considering themselves uh, to join in missions in some way? First, we are all going to missions, going to follow Jesus and and make disciples. If you are thinking, considering, uh, even serving overseas, so start from where you are. Mm-hmm. Start sharing your your faith where you are. Sometimes it's very difficult on a, on your own context and with your own culture to really share Jesus to those around us. But I think we have to start. We have seen that how important it is to get involved in your local church and there are possibilities, opportunities to serve. How important it is to have someone that's serving locally that they will be much more effective when they go overseas and they have an experience to cross-cultural mission experience. Mm-hmm. So where you are, you serve and then have this the eyes open to what the Lord can open outside of your own context. I think that's that's very important. That's my first advice for right. someone. Yeah, like no, this. that's good. Mm-hmm. And to be open to what the Lord has and the way that He wants to do it. Sometimes we come with a whole package and a plan of what it means and what we want to do, but to be open and flexible and not that the Lord can direct your steps, where you go, what you're going to do, and having that openness and flexibility and the, the lead of the Holy Spirit is very helpful to understand His purpose and His will for your life. I think that, yeah, that's what I would say. 
No, no, thank you. That is great advice. My last thought as you were sharing there and just thinking about your experience over the years, I'd love to hear if there's one thing that you would share with someone who's in missions already, but being asked to step into a leadership role. Is there something that when you look back, maybe you wish someone had told you before you took that step? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that wasn't on my list, but... (laughs) No, that's okay. Yeah, people say, in my experience, I've heard many even leaders and people say, oh yeah, when you take on a leadership role, this is very lonely. Mm -hmm. It can be true, but you also can make a decision and and not walk alone. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's one thing that it's a mistake when you say, oh, yeah, leadership is very lonely. Yes, in some things, yes. But I think it's leadership. You do it together. Mm-hmm. When you build a team, you walk with a, a team around you. You share your burden with others. Mm-hmm. I think that's something very important that we we need to say this to people that come into the role. And even though it may take you from the front line and connecting with people, so it's important to maintain some type of connection otherwise you were always in this bubble talking to leaders and not really connect with those that need so keep that in mind as well and keep the link with the ones that don't know sure no that's great thank you and uh yeah just i've really appreciated our time together claudia thank you again for making the time and for sharing from your experience Well, I hope you've enjoyed these stories that Claudia shared and that they've been giving you a little bit more insight into missions and what that can look like. As she shared with her fourth story, it's not always a success story right away. And that's a key part of missions is hanging in there, enduring and persevering. I appreciate everyone who's shared episodes of this podcast with others who might be interested. But I want to let you know another way that would be really helpful would be if you'd be interested to help offset the costs of hosting and providing this week by week. If that is something that you would like to explore, please send me an email at john at missionchats.com and we'll take it from there. And as always, thank you so much for your interest and for taking the time to listen to these stories of those who are serving or have served in missions around the world. Find us online at missionchats.com.